Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Rick Geek 1. Go ahead, Control. Uh, Rick Geek 1, we are go for the deep space transmission to look for intelligent life. Over. All right, Roger. Uh, launching the... Rolling of the Geek Podcast sound waves now. Hello, I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello, hello there, I'm... Perkos Ironjaw Pissarro. I'm the Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge. I keep fighting to find the cause of this dragon uprising because it's what Trevor would want me to do. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Lanros Bonechua, servant of the great god Acrasius. This cult that calls themselves his followers have twisted his teachings into something unnatural. It is my belief that there is no need to torture the weak for broken people like broken bones only grow stronger. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Hello, Ken here. We want to thank you deeply for listening to Rolling in the Geek. With the blessings of the rest of our little family, we want to request you support us through Patreon. We love doing what we do, and with your support, we can produce more and better content. Every bit goes back into the podcast, and more than three isn't a crowd at our table. And now, back to three guys with more dice than friends. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team starts the second phase of their fight with the Avatar of Bishava. They have a long fight where Phil is knocked unconscious and Harkos and Lanros are both forced to move away from the creature. Lanros gets back towards the front and helps Phil up, and Harkos is eventually able to get his wits about him again and rejoin the fight. Their power eventually overwhelms the Avatar, 
which now I feel bad for Hang, and they are able to <laughs> fell the creature. Immediately after, they realize that color and life has been restored to the temple. They leave the room and head into the antechamber, where they were told is where the chalice was kept by Edgar. They are nervous about taking it for fear of some sort of trap that had been laid inside the room. Like that would happen to them. Hmm. After they retrieve the chalice, they head through the next door and come out into the initial chamber where they fought the statue and the weird Laffy cultists. The statue has been restored and a figure in bright silver armor is standing in front of them. It walks towards them and thanks them for their service and tells them that his name is Arrow Arath and he is an avatar of Tyr. He tells them that paladins of Tyr will come and fortify the temple and offers them a very large gold compensation for their efforts. As the team heads to leave, Arrow Arath puts his hand on Harkos' shoulder and tells him that he is proud of him and then disappears. And that is where we pick back up. Why the fuck did that need to be in the recap? Because I love you. But <laughs> well, the real question is, are you proud of me? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unequivocally, yes. Only after I asked for it. But, nope. but that that no, wasn't just that wasn't just Arrow or Wrath saying that. That was that was Ken saying that to Nick. I am proud of both Harkos. And you. Not so much Brad. Definitely not Landros. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oof. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the as he gets off the fucking Discord call. Oh, God. I'm Be sorry. I saw time. the opportunity for the joke and I made it and I I 20% feel bad. That's oh, okay. my God. Doesn't, doesn't hurt at all. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. You're a big boy. You can take it. I'm fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <sighs> Fast forward to a few hours from now when Brad is laying in bread. In, in bread. When Brad is laying in bed, being spooned by Amber while he's crying. <laughs> Ken, Ken was mean to me. <laughs> Jokes on you. That's and, my every night. It's just a different subject. <laughs> And and Amber Amber just caresses his head and says, "It's okay, it's okay. You get to do the mimic room to them. Remember, you get to do the mimic dungeon. It's going to be okay." <laughs> fuck, fuck everything about your ideas for that fucking mimic, like a mimic section. I hate you. <laughs> we don't ever use mimics. That that's one of the things. That I don't know why we have that social contract with each other that we just don't use mimics, but they just never come up. And I don't nope. know why. Nope. And Brad, Brad's, Brad's breaking the contract. Hardcore. Yeah, he's taken the contract and he's wiping his very shitty ass with it. And then, and then making us sign it again with the with, poo. With your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> so we pick back up. <laughs> yep. <sighs> uh, so you God. guys, uh, uh, Arrow Wrath has just disappeared. Uh, and, uh, the, the statue and everything remains, uh, remains restored. Uh, you, you know, the way out from here straight ahead of you is the, uh, uh, there was the hallway that takes you to the spiral staircase. Uh, the giant fly that's walking across my screen is very irritating. 
See, there's there's a problem because Nick's still thinking about signing a poo covered document with his tongue. Stop. I, <laughs> I, I need you. I need you to stop. Or this episode's going to be really awkward when I don't put your audio in it. <laughs> Man, what happened to Brad? Oh, I, he made a poo joke. So, so they, they voted him off the island. Disclaimer: This episode's very confusing as we're missing one third of the podcast audio. So, use your imagination, I guess. If your imagination is poop, <laughs> please unsubscribe. <laughs> That's not fair. We love poop jokes. We just hate Brad. <laughs> Man, is it brag on Brad night? Damn, man. Gotta He's get gonna him take in now. it out get, on us tomorrow. We gotta get him in. Yeah, exactly. We can't make any jokes tomorrow. We gotta get him in now before he can hurt us tomorrow. And his birthday's coming up, so we're gonna have to be nice around then too. Uh. <laughs> okay. So. I. Uh, but that that hallway takes you back to the st- the spiral stair, but then you can go back upstairs to the baptismal chamber that was the entryway into this temple. Uh. So you know your way out from here as long as you're wanting to follow it and not investigate anything else. You know, I don't I like don't, your tone. I don't know. That I'm there not was, here to tell you what to do. I don't think there was anything we didn't investigate. I don't think the only so thing either. we didn't investigate was the leaky stairs. Yeah. Because we had a choice where we went into the library or the room, but from the library was the offshoot that went into the bedroom where we destroyed the skull, which was just secretly... Uh, fuck you room then we backtracked and went into the room that was full of the puppets then we hit a split that went to boss or chalice so we killed the boss went to the chalice and then it spat us back out around here and the only thing the only option we didn't choose from this room was leaky staircase because we backtracked to the spiral staircase yeah so that that's the only thing that you haven't investigated uh, unless you wanted to go back to a room now that everything is is restored but again i'm not here to tell you what to do i'm just here to offer uh information i don't think so i can't think of i can't think of a room description that sucked enough that i would think it being good would provide good good i mean i think (laughs) talking to avatar of tear out here Arrow a wrath um, is the greatest good we're gonna get out of this place. <laughs> I'm the greatest good you're gonna get. The best line from The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to head? Uh, go ahead and head up to the exit. I guess so, Brad. You agree? You don't think there's anything either, right? Like you're not recall. I don't I know think so. I know your memory's not <laughs> as great as mine usually is, but I can't think of. Ken saying this, I'm on the same page as you, makes me think that there is something we should go looking for. I think he's just trying to be a more traditional GM about the situation rather than just <laughs> telling us that we leave. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, I mean I guess we leave. I don't okay. wanna I don't wanna debate on this anymore. All if right, Brad's so good, you, I'm uh, good. You head down your hallway, uh, and you make your left hand turn to go back up the stairs. Uh, and you eventually reach the initial chamber, which, as I described it the first time, uh, is separated in two separate parts that you have a 
Uh, so on your right hand side of this chamber is uh, baptismal fonts uh, or a baptismal pool. And then on your left is uh, a large pool that feeds water into the rest of the temple. Uh, the initial time that you came in here, it was all murky and nasty. Uh, and when you come in this time, it is crystal clear water that is in the left-hand side pool. And in the right-hand side pool, this one is actually filled. Uh, and you can see some radiant light coming off of the water. All right, check that one. Okay. Like, what are you wanting to do? Go over to it first. Push okay. Phil into it. Push <laughs> Phil into it. <laughs> Phil, check this. <gasps> My friends, I have ascended. <laughs> I Phil's am now gone. the god of stuff. Stuff. <laughs> Hearken to me, my friends, and bend thy knee so that I may bestow my gifts of stuff. Stuff. So Anyways. you walk over to it. There is it, it just ha it has some uh some radiant light coming off of it. Uh and it looks just absolutely pure. Hmm. Take a drink. Okay. Uh, as you take a drink, you feel yourself replenished. Uh, that drinking from the water's tear has given you a long rest just by drinking. Oh, damn. Oh. Perhaps we should all take a drink of this. I feel quite refreshed. Um, okay. Okay. Are, are you sure? I'm not keen on just. I mean, the 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 whole bird bath thing is. It's kind of, <laughs> like I. It's more of a stereotype. I I mean, I'm I'm just like other people. <laughs> Sorry, mean, dives you, in. You look fine. <laughs> okay. So I. I Something is blessed about these waters. Harkos will very timidly go up and take far too long to actually get himself to take a drink as okay. he debates forever. <laughs> I so you you reach in, you grab a, a handful and you take a sip and uh, you die. Lambrus, you lie! <laughs> uh, but no, you get the benefits of a long rest from, from drinking from the waters. Uh, Phil will go over and uh, and timidly do the same thing. Uh, so he gets the benefits of a long rest. Uh, but as soon as, as uh, Phil finishes with his drink, uh, that radiant light fades, and it's now just the same crystal clear water that is in the uh, the large uh, uh, reservoir on the side. Oti head on out. All right, did you guys get like put your rests in? Yep. Regain your shit. Yep. Ogadogi. That counts 
for my key, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. I, I, this is this is a blessing from Tyr. Okay, I just want. It, I figured it would, but I just wanted to make sure if you wanted be a to. Real dick move. If you wanted like, to fuck specifically not be on the benevolent me. side of that scale. <laughs> well, you never know. Well, you get all your hit points back, but fuck you and your key points. It feels but accurate. No, it, it replenishes everything. Tear cool. is a benevolent god. Cool beans. Yes, but what about Tear's god? Um. That's that's you. You're you're the god of the gods. <laughs> anyway. There's somewhere in the lore there's that I think that there's a god's god, like that there's like the prime god, but I I and maybe I'm crossing the streams on that one, but I there there's something maybe or not. I I'm saying that somebody's been like, you know what, listen here. No, no, there is not. There is no God's God. There's no prime God. It's just that eh, whatever. I, if, I, if I'm wrong, I apologize. I'm crossing the streams. They told me not to, but I did it anyway. Uh, so you go ahead and exit. Yes. Yeah. OK, uh, that was weirdly at the same time. I. Uh, you all head through uh, the little like caved in section that you had to to get out here uh, as soon as you uh, get about halfway down you can kind of hear your horses whinnying uh, on the other side noting that they are still there Woo. Mm. <laughs> I'm so on edge for no reason <laughs> on the other what side of done? what on the other side of what Ken? they're whinnying on the other side of what of the, on the far side of the tunnel. Okay. We, we continue out into the trap. Into <laughs> the trap. Okay. Uh, you get out. Uh, that the, an army after, of fifty men. <laughs> after the uh, the amount of time it. that you've stayed in here, it's starting to get towards early evening. Uh, so the sun is starting to go down, but you do feel refreshed like you got a uh, a full night's rest so you can travel through the night if you wanted to or we can kind of discuss that. But the horse, the horses are all tied where they were left uh, and are unharmed and you do not see an army of 50 men. You see an army of 70 men. Damn. Uh, That's it. The, uh, crickets are starting to chirp. The sun is definitely getting getting low on the horizon. Uh, nothing is uh, nothing is out here bothering you. So I'll bring that up in game. I'll say um, if uh, if you two happen to be feeling as invigorated as I am, um, it begs the question: should should we? travel for a little while and bed down or do you think we save as much time as we can what with the impending doom of the dragon apocalypse and so this, um, travel this through is the your, evening this is your time frame this is day two yeah uh, if you traveled overnight you would get back to Aramor right around daybreak of day three right yes yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, or you could choose to bed down for the night and you would get there uh, about this time the next day. 
what the voice in the sky said. <laughs> uh, I believe we should leave now. This well, is that that was understood either way. <laughs> okay, I must have missed something you said. Then you must have cut out because yeah. So 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 what I'm what I'm asking is obviously we're, we're going to leave now either way. I'm saying do we journey through like do we just journey overnight and go straight to Aramor in our fully rested state, or do we travel a little ways like not necessarily to the cave we stopped in, but travel somewhere safe? go to sleep for the night and then leave again in the morning. I think we should just go straight to Aramore. This isn't me asking Ken to influence the decision because I already have a decision and fuck what Phil wants, but Phil. Uh, <laughs> um, the, the only reason I wouldn't want to is it is harder to see at night. Um, and I have dark vision torches. Um, if we're, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. I, I don't. I don't actually have dark vision. I do. I do. I'll lead. Uh, tra- traveling by night might be uh, if if we're keeping dark, then it might be a little bit safer, but also scarier because we might not see what's coming. Well, I know t- that didn't answer your question, but the, um, you're you're, the, you're welcome. There's. There's also the fact that if if we arrive at Aramor in in the in the not middle of the day time, we we might be able to um navigate safely past people who want us for a crime some of us didn't commit. <laughs> a great way to phrase that. I love it. <laughs> Landros just crumbles in the corner didn't tell me not to kill them <laughs> it's true you didn't I I, I think he it was best protecting we, his new friends I, I, I think it best that we we use our freshly regained energy to to go straight through the the night hours and and hopefully given our upcoming circumstance when we reach Aramore, maybe we can better deal with whatever comes our way that way um, agreed well I'm uh, a little nervous but I'm good if you're good Oh, well, you'll it, be fine, Phil. If it, if it makes you feel better, we'll make a Phil sandwich. You can you can ride in in the middle, Phil. The oh, land roasts can. Take do I get meat. to be the cream? <laughs> we'll make a Phil sandwich. This land roast pulls his knife out and goes, "Well, I thought he was a friend, but you know." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's terrifying. Br- Brad completely ignoring Ken's comment of Phil being the fucking cream. <laughs> I I willingly ignored that one. <laughs> I wanted to willingly force you to acknowledge it. <laughs> um, no, no, no. That's not, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You okay? Well, no. <laughs> our marching orders will be Landros, Phil, Harkos. That's that's all we're leaving it at. Uh, all right. So you get up on your horses uh, and start making your way. 
Can I have each of you roll me a d12? Nah. I mean, you you could, but the question is, will I? That, that. Uh, either do it, or I choose the bad option. Oh. Oh, weird, I rolled a two uh, on my own. Volition, not because I was threatened. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the first half of your journey goes quite uneventfully. The sun sets. Uh, you hear... Uh, you hear lots and lots and lots of crickets, and that's about it. You want me to roll now? Yes, I'm. I have a four. Okay. Uh, so as it gets into the wee hours of the morning, you hear a rustling off to uh, one of your sides as you're traveling along a uh, somewhat foresty path. Like something that's that's moving in the bushes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not in front. I can't tell us to hold. Like there's part of me that wants to be like, everyone freeze. But it would be just me that freezes. Um, I'll give the sing signal. My loudest voice. Kaka. <laughs> Everyone freezes, even the rustling use, in the bush. How how close is the rustling? Like, uh, if you want more information than that, roll a perception check. I do want more information. Stop being so demanding. Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, it's probably about like 30, 40 feet away from the trail. Hmm. Um, I will keep paying attention to it and and see if it starts sounding like it's getting closer. Okay. Uh, so you continue on. Yep. Uh, it does start to get closer to you. Not by much, but it seems to be kind of like going in the same direction. Uh, as you and maybe inching a little bit closer to to the road. Okay, so I want to use thaumaturgy and cause a rustling noise behind it. Uh, which would take it continuing in the same direction that you're going. My thought was if it's some somebody, then them hearing a rustling noise behind them would throw them off. Oh, okay. All right. That was that was my thought process. If it's a creature and it's following us, then that may not do fuck all. But it was I went with the bad guy scenario rather than the creature. Okay. Uh so from from that you you make the the rustling noise uh and you hear huh? And then uh, a a flurry of movement within the brush. Uh, all kind of like situated in the same area and then it takes off in the same direction that it was moving so so it just it just fucking books it like pat like obviously yeah. still in the brush but yeah. faster than us now it just whoop yeah it's it like whatever it is is making a lot of noise and it is moving very quickly uh, <laughs> now I want to go check it continue. I mean, you can go fucking check it. You're in front. We got to follow you. 
You're yeah, the one with ve- dark vision. So <laughs> let's let's veer off towards it and and check it. Okay. Uh, so you veer off. Are you trying to catch up to it? Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, Harkos is bringing up the rear, going, "Oh, this is not the path." And he, okay, yep, no, this is totally fine. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Okay, uh, so you veer off the path and you start going. It does slow you down a little bit, but uh, your horse is much faster than whatever this is if it's trying to move quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, so eventually, you get close enough that you can start to spy uh, black and gray fur on a very large creature, uh, something that is about the size of your horse. So like a war oh, horse size, but oh it's plump. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I'm trying to get closer, but it it is definitely still booking it. So, I mean, you could easily catch up. Yeah, uh, so it's your choice if you if you want to spur the horse a little bit and have them move. That's what we're doing. Okay, uh, so you you spur on the horse a little bit harder, and it starts galloping through through this brush, uh, kind of weaving in and out of the trees, uh, until eventually you catch up with this thing, uh, which you discover is. A dire raccoon <laughs> that is the size that is the size of a of a brown bear. <laughs> That's both adorable and terrifying. Uh, which, when you come up to it and corner it, uh, it corner gets up it. on its back feet and it goes, and then I uh, stands tall like it's defending itself. Does it We're do gonna... the? Does it do the hands? Does it do the spirit fingers up to the top left and right to make itself as big as possible yes. like a raccoon? Oh, yes. God. Oh, we're, we're gonna, my heart. We're going to pull the brakes on the horse. <laughs> okay. Oh, little trash panda. Big trash panda. <laughs> big trash panda. <laughs> trash dumpster. <laughs> dumpster panda. It didn't make any sense with the other thing I said. <laughs> dumpster um, panda. Uh, oh, resist urge God. to hug. Resist urge. <laughs> <laughs> resist urge. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so the, oh no, I'm saving it for saving it for under the trench coat. It it needs to make constitution save. Oh Jesus. This isn't bad, I right, promise. Pause, pause pause for a second here because uh, I I closed the thing with its stats. It needs to perform a constitution save. Yeah. Oh god, that's not gonna make it. That's not gonna do much. Oh well, it's fine. We'll do it anyways. Uh constitution, you said, right? Yes, please. Uh, that is all of a four, so no. Whatever nice. it is, whatever you're doing is a no. <laughs> so, well, I I pull the pull the brakes on the horse, jump off, and Landros goes, "Calm down, small one," and he shrinks. You see it very distraught at it at the current happenings as it watches itself get smaller. That it, <laughs> 
it it goes down onto all four and then just like stares up at you and starts looking around wildly and confused. And and then I'm I'm gonna kneel down. <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's okay, tiny one. Uh roll a roll an animal, animal handling animal. check. Uh that's a dirty twenty. Okay. Uh it looks at you scared. I uh, and actually well okay. I need to roll. I need to roll for it to see what it does. Okay. Uh so you you kind of reach your hand out for it and it goes and and kind of waddles itself over to you. I uh, it as as you kind of like interact with it for a minute, it it turns and does another call. Uh, and three babies oh, the same size as it, or a little bit bigger actually, uh come waddling out from the brush. Oh. Mm. Uh, uh, but but all of them then get kind of like up on their back feet and start like rubbing their hands together Arcos can we can we keep them listen here (laughs) (laughs) I had this discussion (laughs) with Trevor that there's only enough room for one anthropomorphic sidekick in this podcast. <laughs> I had but the conversation so much that Trevor forgot, heavy air quotes, his knoll and Iron's Edge. I don't want to, heavy air quotes, make you forget these little dumpster Rabbits. pandas with my Rabbits. two spears. <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking do. I will. Nanros, look out! They're attacking, and it'd be real. It'd be real <laughs> swift. Like one one spear and a couple monk punches, and the whole field's wiped clean. Why would and you? Why, the why would you murder the rabbits? The one that's still there, rubbing his hands together, can eat the other three. <laughs> You're not. No, you can't keep them. <laughs> but. They nope. Mm. We already Can, saw it. they get bigger. We do, and this could be a good thing. Can you imagine having the backup of three angry dire raccoons? Let me just think about this for a moment. We're going back to the place where you killed someone, and you want us to show up with dire raccoons. As a show of good faith to the people and a sign of peace that we're not there to attack things, that we are there to protect them. We left and we're coming back with wild creatures that eat garbage. (laughs) Yeah, no, nothing could go wrong at all. You know what? Uh, Let's go find 17 more. (laughs) You can't keep them. They're... This is this is here. This is their place. All they, of them they, are staring up at you expectantly, rubbing their hands together. They belong out here. Can we at least feed them? 
Yeah, I'll open uh, one of my remaining. Uh, I have seven ration things that I bought, and I'll open one up and I'll like toss it out into the brush all over the place. Hey, uh, so you toss it out and uh, the uh, the babies turn and start wandering over to start picking stuff up. And then the, the mom looks up at uh, at you, Harkos, and goes, and then gets down and, and starts walking over towards the food, too. There. Can, can we continue now? Yeah. Yes. I'll hop back on the horse. Hey. Once, once we get out of range, I'll click the spell off. Hey. Uh, so you, you, you start galloping away and then you deactivate the the the, the spell and you hear plop as <laughs> as uh, the now massive raccoon kind of plops onto the ground from from its position <laughs> uh so you continue on uh yep. and right uh maybe half an hour or so after the sun rises you make it to the uh, uh, to the clearing around Aramore. All right, so you make it to the uh, to the area around Aramore. Uh, and uh, are you wanting to go back to the stable gates that you left from? Yes. Okay. Uh, Which is probably bad, but that's that's. That's been my plan should we ever make it back to this place. Okay. Uh so you start making your way back up to uh the area that you left from around the the outside stable area. Uh and as you do, you hear uh a horn. Uh not not like super loud, but just like a, a small, like kind of announcing horn. Uh and as you ride up, you can see the uh, the gates into the stable being opened for you. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there are two guards posted here, but the gates are open. I will, as we get closer, I'll, I'll uh, spur my horse to kind of trot up ahead and I'll tell uh, Landros, I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, oh, just, just for appearances in case they ask questions. If it's, if it happens to be the same people, uh, I'll, I'll ride up here with you. Oh, yes. And so I'll kind of stagger myself in the lead a little bit as Lord Buckington. <laughs> uh, so as you as you start to make your way up, the guards are watching you approach uh, and they step aside to allow you to walk in. Uh, as you do, Woo! you see uh, the stable hand that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, you you met a couple of nights before. Oh, oh, Lord Buckington. Yes, welcome back, my friend. Uh, would, would you like to stable your horses? Yes, please. Uh, yes, well, uh, I will take very good care of them for you. Wink. Wink. Thank you. You are most welcome. Wink. I don't I don't know why I winked there, but yes. Uh, <clears throat> uh you see that he does the like finger rubbing thing as he's uh 
as he's taking the horse's reins from you. Did you say he does the finger thing, like the money thing? Yeah. Oh, you bastard. Um, <laughs> I'll give him... See, this is bad, because Landros overpaid this motherfucker when we left. So, I will give him 30 gold. And then I will tell him, um, I have some more for you. I just, I have a couple questions. If we could step aside somewhere more private. Oh, yes, I am very knowledgeable about the city and the current and the uh, events therein. There is many things for entertainment that you can do around town. Let me uh, let me show you a map and we can discuss it. Wink. <laughs> okay. Uh, but for for Landros and Phil, another stable hand comes over and gives the side eye to uh, to the one that you've been talking to. And roll roll his eyes and then take the horses from you. <laughs> uh, so you get to the side and he's like, all right. Yeah. What can I do for you? Um, you, you got questions. I got you got cues. I got A's. I'm not going to kill. We're not going to kill. We're not going <laughs> to kill. Um. I, w- I was wondering if, if there was... My friends and I, we ran into a bit of trouble the when we were here a few nights ago when we left. Just before we left, actually. Um, but we... We have need to get to the... Was it... Was it would it be a church? Was it a temple? It was a temple? It was a temple. Okay. It was a temple of Tyr. The temple... <laughs> We we have need to get to the temple in the middle area, um, in the most inconspicuous way possible, preferably, because we're not sure if people are looking for us. And we, well, we're we. I'm not ready to deal with that bridge yet. I I know I've burned it. I know it's on fire. I'll put it out when I get to it. But I. I can't do that now. Um, I can't have them go through my things. Not right now. It won't look good. It won't look good at all. <laughs> Where'd you get nine grand and all these precious artifacts? That I can't tell you. It's not for you to know. But yeah, I'm asking if if um, he might know. Not that he would, but he's the only person I can trust right now. Uh, so far, I guess I could go ask other people in the lower ring, but there could be more guards to fuck with. Um, but I'm I'm just asking for information on inconspicuously traversing town, if possible. What kind of trouble did you get in? Do I have to tell you, or is it okay if we just leave it mysterious? No, I could be silent and he rubs his hands together again or rubs his fingers together again oh my god <sighs> for fuck's sake have they just walked off to the side right so phil yeah. and i can head over there oh yeah absolutely so when he does that i'm gonna go Ugh, and and take out 50 gold and toss it to him <laughs> <laughs> 
He he bites the coins to make sure they're real. Oh, well. Silence is a virtue, I guess. Uh, and he, so is getting us there inconspicuously. And you're be gone. You're just a big wall of angry testosterone, aren't you? That's my job. He's part of the reason we need to hide on our way in, if you can believe that. <laughs> I don't know how believable it is, but... <laughs> Let me just tell you, it's believable. Good. So he, he takes a couple of sidesteps away from uh, from Lanros. Uh, <laughs> and I... Uh, well, you want to get to the Temple of Tear. Hmm. I I I can I could get you there. Nice and nice and quiet like. Yeah. Why do nice I not believe quiet. you? Why do I not believe you? <laughs> I'm glad you're <laughs> I'm not the only one thinking that. Okay. <laughs> How? So this is what you need to do. If you go into the outer ring, Nobody gives a shit about the outer ring. So you can do whatever you want to there. And but it's the guards in, in the gates that you need to worry about. Obviously. He, he just stares at you. He takes another sidestep. <laughs> Jesus. So I know. One of the I I know a pair of the guards that are on duty right now is Huey and Louie. Okay, oh, Jesus, they're old me, friends of mine. Look at my notes. And uh, if you tell them my name, which is Dewey, shocking, they'll let you by with no questions. I and really, if you're able to get past the if you're able to get past the gates without any problems, you should be able to walk around in the in the middle ring any without any issue. They won't they won't question you there. Which gate and when? It'd be the northernmost gate. Uh and they're off duty. Uh what time is it? Uh sundial is pointing this way. So He's he's looking at a watch that has a sundial on it. So if we turn to this way. Uh, they're on duty for another two hours. So he turns we, a little bit. Hour and 45. So if we leave now, we could make it. You sh- You should have you should have some extra time. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. I what's the problem? I think this sounds like a pretty good plan, man. No, I'm just I'm taking it all in. Thank you. Um I appreciate it. And because this is my intention anyway, I'm gonna give him uh another twenty. Uh which rounds him out to a nice solid one hundred. Um and as I'm going to I'm going to give him that, thank him and go to leave and I'm going to go and I'm going to point to the money I just gave him. I go. 
Lord Bunkington was definitely not here. Not a few days ago, not now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And he's definitely not sneaking into town. Absolutely. This is a bad choice. If someone pays him more, he'll crack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and in, in into the out of the pot and into the fire. So you uh, you uh. start you start to walk away. Yes, have a wonderful evening. Enjoy the opera that I recommended. And he he returns to his duties. <sighs> okay. Uh, but you walk into the uh, you walk through the stable doors and into the outer ring of Aramore. Uh, as soon as you walk in, you see somebody passed out uh, and uh, uh, they sloshed a little too hard overnight. And so they're chilling, sleeping on the front stoop of uh, a tavern. Uh, but you see a handful of other people that are starting to wake and go about their day. Lowercase I line to the gate. Okay, uh, yeah. are you like speed walking or are you going at a, a, blend. a fair pace? Blend. Yeah, blend. Okay, uh, so blending, it'll take you uh, it'll take you about 45 minutes to get there. It's a very large. Yeah, the outer ring is very large. That's why right. I asked if an hour 45 was long enough, because I knew the last time we were on this thing and we had to go from almost one side to the other for the Ansigar meetup. And that was with heavy crowds, I know, but yeah. that's why I wanted to know if that was enough time to be like, they're there for an hour 45. Can we get there in three hours? Yes. How is that <laughs> fucking helpful? How is what you said helpful right now? <laughs> uh, 
So you, you're you're walking through, uh, and eventually you do make it up to the uh, to the gate uh, that Dewey mentioned for you. Uh, you see two guards uh, kind of cavorting back and forth. That they're just they're just like roasting each other. That's all they're doing. They're just talking shit to each other. Uh, but as they see you come up uh, and moving towards the door, uh, they stand at attention with uh, pole arms and go, uh, seek ye entrance to the center ring of Aramor. Is that what we're supposed to say? Yes. And then they they turn back to you and, and stare. And so I'll just kind of <clears throat> glance at the two of them and glance at Lanros and shrug and then go, <laughs> wait, when you shrug, he's going to go. Seems dumb enough. <laughs> <laughs> so did you say something? I could have sworn he said something. Did he say something? I don't think he said something. Hi. Hello. Um, wh- <laughs> Lanros is just face palming right now. We're. Um, we were told to come see. We've we've got some special business to attend to in in the center ring. Um, for for Dewey, he uh, he told us we could come this way t- for the business he wants us to do. You're Huey and Louie, right? Uh, so they both kind of like their faces kind of sour a little bit. They're like. Oh, apparently they're into that. Oh, they're definitely into that. Excuse me? Oh, if you're doing business for for Dewey, and he's... You know what? No questions. No questions. Nope, that's that's against the rules. That's against the rules. Dewey told us not to ask questions. We don't like the answers to those questions. Go on. And then they open up the door. You know what? I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> You can think whatever you want as long as this works. As long as this part of this problem worked, I don't care. Whatever you think of me, I'll punch it out of you later. But right now, <laughs> right now this worked. I will clear my name when I'm not worried about being murdered by the entire city. Thank you. Um and yeah, best not to ask questions and I'll I'll wink. I'll do a bird wink as we walk through. Uh, so you walk through and, uh, it, when they open the doors, they, they look on the other side and, uh, they, they say to the inner guards, uh, Zooey and Vooey, the, these guys are okay. Oh they're, they're good God. to go. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, no reason. Okay. Uh, so they go, okay. And then they, they let you pass. Uh, but you are now in the center ring. Uh, so as you make your way through, uh, you can you can see that there's there is a fair number of gates that are spread uh, throughout to get you into the center ring uh, or the the inner ring. I keep on saying center, and you're in the center. Uh, and most of them are open and unguarded. Uh, there's, uh, as you're kind of making your way around, the, you can see maybe every other gate 
actually has a single guard posted at it, but most of them are open. Hmm. Move through? I get, uh, wait, that... We'll just be cautious to make sure the guard's not gonna screw with us, I suppose. Uh, as you're as you're going around, why don't you go ahead and uh, roll perception checks? Okay. Oof, that was close. Um, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't close. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I have a seven. Ooh. Yeah, let's go. Seven. Let's go. Thread seven. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh no! Uh, lucky for you. What Phil get? Phil rolled a seventeen. Cool. I rolled a five. <laughs> I looked at the. I rolled a. I rolled a two. I had a. I had a senior moment. I rolled it. The three was facing up. I stared at the side with the nineteen on it. And I was like, oh, that was almost bad. I thought it rolled on the one, because I could also see the one for the position it was sitting in. No. And then I picked it straight up and set it down on the table, and I was like, oh, three's the top number, you idiot. <laughs> and I have, a plus. I have a passive perception of 15. I have though. a plus two. Okay. Uh, so... I have a passive perception of 12. <laughs> <laughs> I... So I'm very vigilant for an owl. Uh, Landros, actually, with your passive perception, you'll pick up on this, too. Uh, but Phil will point it out that uh, on you're starting to see on some of the walls to some of the establishments here and on some of like the food carts and stuff, there are wanted posters. Of just Landros's your, face. I. Uh, of all three of you, actually. No, just, just Landros. He, here is your good news. All, it, it, Harkos especially, and and to uh, a lesser extent, uh, Landros, y- your features are so grotesquely distorted that you look like an app, that both of you look like absolute monsters. Like, you look like... Ah. A creature from the wild got put onto a, a, a with some of your similar features got put onto a wanted poster. What oh, shit! All that means is if Ken does enough random rolls and rolls well enough, some jackass has really good perception and goes, "Fuck, that guy looks like the weird Mod Podge that's outside, kinda." And then that's when pe- we got people sniffing after us. So it's very unlikely, so- but it's not impossible. That's all he's saying. <laughs> I appreciate it though I do appreciate the information as much as I hate it as much as I hate it Brad you were saying things you said so that uh, uh, train derailed I don't know I don't know what happened no a different train almost derailed but we stopped it <laughs> <laughs> that was your other character yeah. I don't. I don't remember what I was gonna say. Something was there, and it's it's gone now. <laughs> okay. I uh, but so you notice that. I uh, but you also have the open gates going into the uh, into the inner ring. So it's up to you how you want to proceed from here. Uh, 
I I say we go. Yeah. Are you just gonna head through one and see and and just 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 yeah. go? Yeah. Might as fucking well. Just had a fucking mosquito land on my hand. Where the yeah. f- am I in the fucking rainforest? <laughs> What are you doing in here, bitch? Well, you're dead now. Uh. Okay. All right. Uh, so you walk through the gate. Uh, on the far on the uh inner side of the gate, you see a guard kind of leaned up against the wall, uh, picking at his nails, and he looks over at you and kind of does like the head nod, and then looks back down. Sweet. Uh, but you are now in the center ring, which you very briefly explored uh, in your uh, questioning. But uh, it, now that you're you're a little bit more observant and there's not as much chaos happening, uh, you can see that that every person in here is just absolutely dressed to the nines. Oh, well, I, I'm dressed to the nines uh, for my, for my you're, people. You're dressed in someone else's nines. <laughs> <laughs> it's several they're, they're lovers nines. nines. <laughs> uh, which makes you get the sudden feeling of sticking out like a sore thumb. Huh. Uh, at least I would imagine, because uh, like you, you've got people in full tuxedos that are walking the streets with, uh, you know, a person on their arm that you know has uh, a, a large, elegant dress on with a big basket bottom. I. Uh, or you have, uh, like, what you can guess are, like, paladins of different faiths that wear like, super shiny armor that are walking around patrolling alongside the guards. Uh, and then at the center, Harkos, you kind of get this, this feeling in the pit of your stomach that you see the Grand Cathedral in the center of town. Uh, and then your your mind kind of goes back to that dream that you had of watching it get destroyed. I w- so can I, I have both I of you like- roll perception checks for me, please? I, I would like to sort out this quest quickly because I think Nick's going to have an anxiety attack. <laughs> I'm freaking the fuck out, man. Did you say perception? Oh, yes, please. Oh, God, did uh, I drop my die? 19. Okay. <sighs> Natural 20. There we go. Plus two. (laughs) I went went into scared bird mode. I'm just darting. My head's just shooting everywhere. (laughs) Full 360 degree vision. (laughs) It's just spinning circles like the exorcist. Yeah. Eventually it hits this part where it stops and just unwinds the other way at double speed. Ah. (laughs) Uh, There is one person in particular that stands out to you. Uh, that walking in a, a large group of uh, what looks like uh, it looks like business people that he's walking with uh, and at the front of this little caravan of people is a very tall broad-shouldered uh, woman with bright red enameled armor on uh, with golds kind of like inlaid around the the edges uh, 
and just like kind of reflecting light off of this highly polished armor. But mm-hmm. that's that's the one person that really stands out to you. But Does they, they, they appear to be like a, 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 like a Goliath would be the race. Like that kind of size of person. Okay. I mean, I uh, but off to your <laughs> off to your right, you can see uh, the Temple of Tear that you spoke to the priest at earlier, Harkos. Let's go. Yeah, um, trying to pull my eyes away from scary giant woman. Um, I will. Um, calmly book it to the uh, temple. Okay. Uh, So you head on into the temple uh, or on up to the temple uh, and you can see a number of acolytes that are outside that are uh, kind of taking care of the the grounds that the temple sits on Uh, and they all kind of just stare at you as you walk up. Uh, because you, you, you three do make quite the trio. Yep. <laughs> Mostly because Phil sticks out like a sore thumb. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah Phil sticks out <laughs> as a sore thumb is like the only one of us three that looks like he maybe belongs. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, that short one in the back's having a bad day. These two, what the fuck? I. <laughs> um, uh, but the uh, the temple doors are open. Uh, and they just kind of stare at you awkwardly as you as you walk up through the doors into the temple. So, uh, I'll just I'll 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 like awkwardly bow to like them as I walk in. Tear me with you and with you also. And uh, stuck in the- <laughs> they they all kind of as you pass by them, they kind of like take an awkward backward step bow as they like kind of clear the way for her. For the two of you, especially. Jerks. Okay. Uh, you get into the temple, and at the far end of it, you see the priest, or the, the yeah, the priest that you spoke with uh, a couple days ago, Harkos. Uh, and Phil will be like, uh, are we are we meeting your people here, Harkos? Like, what's the what's the deal? Okay, so, um, there's going to be a moment, probably about like 30 seconds, honestly, like a a awkwardly long time, um, where Harkos has just got his back to the other two. Phil says that, and I mean, if if anyone else is going to do anything in those 30 seconds, that's fine, but there's going to be 30 seconds before Harkos turns to respond. Does anyone react to the, so the Phil, shitty Phil is, silence? Phil is, is kind of staring at you. He keeps on, like, darting his eyes over to Landros and then looking back at you. Like, like it's a sales meeting and nobody wants to talk first. Arcos, are, are you okay? So Harkos is going to turn around. And as he's turning around, he's going to be pulling the chalice out of his bag He's going to clutch it in both hands and he's weeping. And he's going to tell Phil and Landros, I haven't 
been um, entirely forthcoming with why we're doing this. I, I, I told partial truths because I, I, I didn't want to make, I didn't want to chance anything. And also if I didn't talk about it, it wasn't technically a real option. And it just, it kept my mind on the mission. The, um, there is no acquaintance that I, I met with in town. There's no mission for more people. I, I met with that priest back there. Did he told me there was a chance that I could have Trevor back if I got him this chalice. Trevor's the people that I think will help us with this dragon problem. I've had blinders on since he left. I, I, I could admit that, but I... I wasn't... I wasn't and I'm still not ready. And so I, ha I had to try. And I'm, I'm sorry to have misled either of you, but... I knew if I hauled off on my own... I'd be wasting his, his, his second chance myself. So, so Phil is just so, dumb, dumbfounded, staring at you. Uh, Lanros is going to put his hand on Harkos's shoulder and say, You have nothing to explain. Go get your friend back. And so, uh, as Harkos goes to turn, he's just... Because Harkos does, like I, I like I like I've said that my, mainly in under the trench coat stuff, and I'm not going to get big into it because we can talk about it more in this under the trench coat. But Harkos does feel marginally guilty uh, because he has kind of been lying, more so withholding the truth, like he said. Um, so as he goes to turn, he's going like extremely apologetic, like staring at Phil as he goes to turn around. Um, just because I mean he feels dirty about it, but he also couldn't help himself. <laughs> and so Harkos will turn around and start walking up towards the priest as he tries to clean his face up. Some little birdie tears. The bird snot bubbles. <laughs> uh, so you walk up. Are you still holding the chalice? Yeah. Uh, as you start walking up, you can see some of the the, the acolytes and other priests that are in here see what you have and immediately go down to their knees and watch as you pass by them. And from the far end of the temple, you can see through one of the stained glass windows that resides above the altar with the depiction of Tear, that despite the sun not having come in through that window, you can see a light coming down and stretching through the entire walk. You approach up to the altar and the priest takes a step down the stairs to meet you and holds out his hands. I got the thing. 
<laughs> we also so, got some other artifacts and cleansed the temple. My so, sorry for my state. <laughs> he he looks behind him to the stained glass window. Uh, and then he looks back to you and he says my friend you have done what we thought was impossible you have reclaimed the chalice of tear and brought it back to his servants now Let's go and get your friend. We will call into the afterlife and ask his spirit if it is willing to come. And he, he takes the chalice from you. He directs you to follow him. Uh, are you going to do anything with your compatriots? Your your friends are more than welcome to join the ceremony as well. Or join the ritual as well. Oh, um, um thank you for feeding me that, because I, I didn't know what the fuck to do. So that will be enough to kind of pull reality back for a moment. Oh, oh, um, yes, of course. And Harkos will, like, gesture a wing back as, like, the come on uh, to the other two. Mm-hmm. I'll head up. Uh, Phil will slowly walk behind Lanros. I'm a bad man. I'm such a bad man. Does 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 Phil? What's what's Phil's face look like? Um, he doesn't look sad or angry. Just disappointed. But he he seems hurt. How far back are we? Uh, it's a the, the temple is fairly long. It, it is it is a lot longer than it is wide. Uh, so it's uh, it, a good couple hundred feet between the entrance and the the far altar. How how far back from Harkos are we uh, since he moved up? He, he since he moved up, you guys were more or less close to the uh, close to the entrance. So I'd say you're probably 150 feet or so. Okay. So I'm going to kind of pat Phil on the back and go, come on, you can work it out later. He, he looks over at you, Lanros, and he says, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we can, but, you know, he was my friend, too. That's not Phil. God, <sighs> you're an NPC. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he that's rude. That's, he could that's have, totally fair. He could have told me that he knows that I would have helped. And I mean, I did without knowing, but maybe per- I could have done per- more. Perhaps Harkos felt this was a burden he needed to shoulder. 
if there's anything that following Illmater has taught me is that there's no burden that can't be helped by another. Wise words. But sometimes things happen that put you in a not so good state of mind. I'm positive he did not mean to hurt you in any way. Landros, make a constitution saving throw. Oh, Jesus. Uh, con save, you said? Mm-hmm. 16. Okay. Uh, there's a wave that suddenly pulses from within you. It's not pain, and it's not force, but it's just a wave of unease. And you feel shaken for a minute, but it it passes. <sighs> Phil Phil looks at you. What what was that? Did you feel it also? No, I just saw you. Are you okay? Uh, something made me feel uneasy. That's. I kind of look around the room. I, I Everybody, everybody is staring up at Harkos and this priest. Hmm. Maybe it's because something around here does not like my choice of deity. Uh, but <laughs> Phil looks up at you and he's like, well, we, we should go and and help Harkos with this. At least I know now. And I can help. I can help carry. I can help carry this out. Agreed. I shall keep on my toes. Okay. Uh, so you walk. Uh, you you guys finish your, your walk up. Uh, so Harkos, the, the, your two friends join you. And the. Uh, the priest will wave you uh, to follow him into an antechamber off the side. Okay. Uh, so he opens up the chamber, looks like uh, probably a uh, high-ranking priest's office, presumably this guy's office. No, wait, actually, you've been here before. Harkos, you've been here before. This is where, uh, this is where you spoke time. with him the first time. So he takes you into that same office, uh, and then he goes around his desk and he uh, pulls a lever that's underneath it. And then you see uh, some of the stone in the wall separates and uh, exposes a staircase going down. And he says, "The come, my friends, the ritual chamber is down here. Clip, clop, clip, sad clip, clops. <laughs> uh, so... You all head down, uh, and you get to it's a it's a, a chamber that kind of resembles the uh, the final chamber that you fought the Avatar of Bashaba in. It's very similar style. Uh, so, but instead of pews, there are uh, is rings of uh, stone chairs that have been th- that have been placed here, uh, and in the center is uh, a massive basin. Uh, which the priest will walk up to and place the chalice in the center of it. 
Uh, and as soon as he takes his hands off, you can see this radiant pulse come off of the basin and the chalice lifts up into the air by a couple of feet and stays steady where it is. And the priest will turn and look at the three of you and say, Tyr has accepted this chalice back into his power fold. Now, we need to fill it. So each of you, you need to speak into the chalice of a memory or a feeling or something to fuel something important, something special that this is the catalyst for the spell to call out to the out to tears realm. And then he will relay the message onto your friend to see if he is willing to come back. So if if you knew this man, speak your memory. And he steps off to the side. Oh, God. Oh, God. which one? So, oh, Jesus. Okay. Harkos will step forward. And he'll do exactly what I'm doing. He'll fidget and fluster for a few minutes. There there are just... There's so many moments and then he will recount that final um, excursion into the mine to get rid of Resegal and stuff because Harkos and Trevor very much kept each other alive in that moment and that's as he's recounting, he will say that he'll be like, we we kept each other going and this is me trying to keep you going now. Uh, so you, you speak your memory to the chalice and you can see pictographs and engravings on the chalice light up and from the basin you see a rush of water floods into the basin and then shoots up like there's a cylinder that this is sitting inside and then the water coalesces inside of the chalice uh, and it looks to be about halfway full uh, so Phil will kind of look at you and look over at Lanros and then to the priest and say uh, 
Well, I guess it's guess it's my turn. And he takes a few steps forward uh, and gets up close to the chalice, and then he'll he'll say, "I remember the first time that I met you, and that." such a silly thing that I would have expected that anyone there was just going for the gold like me, that they didn't care. They just wanted to make money. And then I saw I saw you fight for these people that we were there to help. And slowly I realized that I could be so much more. Oh. And here I am being more thanks to you. And then the same thing happens that the rest of the chalice lights up with engravings and then a rush of water spills up along the cylinder and fills the cup the rest of the way. The priest then will take a couple more steps forward and pull a uh, very large tome uh, from his uh, from his side and flips through it until he finds the right page. And he begins to call out into the afterlife. And that, my friends... No, you son of a bitch! Is where we're going to call it for tonight. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah, because you you didn't feel that coming at all. No, I, I was hoping that he would not. Uh, god. god. I, I was ready for it about four or five different fucking times. The kid just kept going. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm just going to stop waiting for it then and just let him keep talking and it'll happen. That was kind of where I was. And I'm like, well, maybe he's going to let us go through with this nah, and this nah. this will be great. No, no, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. That'll never happen again. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> he's he's building, he's, he's built, he's built up to a pretty solid first year finale. Yep. Not on purpose, but no, not on purpose. None of this was. We we talked about it. We One talked about it though, because it, would it was be cool. But it, it was it, it. It all played down to how the dice fell. So, <sighs> all right. Well, thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, if you enjoy what you're listening to, we would ask that you please give us some support. Uh, you can support us through Patreon. Uh, we are good little warlocks and we offer up sacrifices to our patrons according to their pledge level. Uh, if Patreon is not your thing, we also uh, it would ask that you do something as simple as buying us a coffee. Uh, you go to ko-fi.com and search for Rolling in the Geek. You can do a one-time donation there. Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Uh, also, we're very active on Twitter, and recently we've also been very active in the Underground Oracle Discord. If you'd like to talk to us and a bunch of other cool people, 
uh, feel free to send us a message or them a message and hop right in. Thank you very much, Brad. I wasn't sure if you were done there. Uh, Nick, this week you are the sound cleric of the life domain. With your ancient and powerful editing skills slash magic, you restore the vigor of the words that come out of our silly mouths. <laughs> Can you please resurrect us something fun to go out on? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm just... Um recouping from all the emotion I just went through. Uh, so this week's gonna be a hootie who from Nick and Harkos after all that fun in episode 51. <laughs> and uh, tune in next week and um see if old things become new in episode 52 as we wrap up a year worth of podcasts it's not quite our anniversary date but it's 52 episodes which is 52 weeks so we're right around there it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty close our our year mark is october 11th and we got a special uh episode that if dominoes fall into place like they're supposed to you will get on october 11th uh, where we're going to reminisce and stuff. But next week is not that episode. So, um, yeah. Lots of crazy emotion everywhere. This week, uh song's a little shorter. Uh, it's one I didn't even have this written down. It just popped in my head. I thought it was a good idea. And I, I mashed it together. It's, it's a silly one. It's one that I... As I was writing it, I was like, there's no way I can do the chorus, and I, I found a way to do the chorus. It's not my best work, but it's work. So, um, <laughs> parody for episode 51. Here we go. <clears throat> Yo, listen up. Here's a story about three guys who create <laughs> worlds. And Saturdays, every week and every month, they play D&D. Inside and outside. But one day, Brad had an idea. So he messaged Kid and Nick, and they planned for weeks, hoping they might reach some people who would listen to them, 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 them. We're rolling in the geek we upload on Fridays, and Heroes comes out once a month on Mondays. We hope you like the podcast and listen every Friday, or honestly, whatever day works best for you. <laughs> love you love you all that was fun that was fun yeah. I, I know I, I liked it stop and recording stop and recording Uh, what are you doing back so early, Rick Geekwire? You're not. What is going on? Whatever you had us launch into space pissed something off, and space is haunted. Basically, that's that's why I'm here. What did you just say? Space is fucking haunted, and it has Gerald. I'm coming. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.